Hey, welcome to another podcast by Touchstone Financial Education. My name is Elliot Cox, and I'm the chief content creator here and also the host of the podcasts as well as videos. Shout out to all my long-term listeners. Thank you for all your support in the last year and a half. We are getting better, more complex with these things. So stay tuned for bigger and better. Also a shout out to our foreign listeners. I'm getting a lot of people from all over the world who are expressing an interest in what we have to offer. And I say to you guys, please go to the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com and fill out that form so that we know what you would like to hear, both foreign and domestic, of course, but I really love to hear from all my foreign listeners. It'd be interesting to see what you're truly interested in. Maybe you worked in the States and have retirement plans still here, or you have investments here. Anything you guys want to cover, I will cover it in these podcasts and videos. Now, another thing, just get some business out of the way. We do have classes ready to go and are signing up students. So if you have an interest in taking a class on the basics of investing, because that's where we're going to start, the basics of investing, you know, please also go to the website and let us know. We'd get back to you within about 24 hours and try to figure out a slot that works for you. And of course, we're still continuing with our consult. So anything you guys want to know, please let us know. We'll go ahead and incorporate it into the podcast, the videos, maybe a class or a personal one-on-one hour-long consultation. Now, on to the information for today. Today, we're going to be talking about how to pick stocks from a common sense perspective, all right? Or as I like to call it, a bottoms up approach. And I'll explain why I call it that here in a second. Just real quick, last podcast, we were talking about cash, savings accounts, high yield savings accounts, and of course, CDs. Reason being, rates are pretty high, or maybe you've made some really successful trades or investments this year, and you're not quite ready to pull the trigger on something else. So where do you park that money? Well, these high yield savings accounts are wonderful right now at four and a half plus percent right? CD is the same thing. You can get a 12-month CD right now at about 5%. So that's where we left off. And as we move into the fall and the winter, you know, the second half of this year, what else can I do with my money? How can I find opportunities in the marketplace? Well, we're going to cover that today with that bottoms-up approach. The reason I call it that is because imagine a pyramid and you turn it upside down and the bottom of the pyramid is facing the sky. This is the broadest part of the pyramid, of course. And the reason I do that is because that broad part of the pyramid represents everything that's going on in the world. So this is where the common sense comes in. Just as you're listening to the news, watching the news, we're not interested in investments just yet. What's going on in the world today? All right. For example, a company called Arm will be going public here in the next day or so. It looks like tomorrow. It's already been priced. They're in the chip space, and there are a lot of expectations for that company. We also know that oil prices have come up, so we see that reflected in gas prices at the pump. We also know interest rates on mortgages are above 7%. So all of these things come into play as we are looking for opportunity. And if you noticed, I haven't said, let's pick this, let's pick that, so on and so forth just yet because we're not quite there. We're still at the broad base of the pyramid, all right? So anything and everything that's going on, we take a look at what you're familiar with, what you're comfortable with. That's where we like to start. And as we kind of come down the pyramid a little bit and it narrows, all right, now we kind of begin focusing on 
the economic aspect of that news that we filter through common sense. All right. So if I say to you, for example, oil was trading at $65 a barrel a couple of months ago, and now it's in the mid 80s. What does that mean for investors? Well, I might want to take a look at oil producers, extractors, whatever the case may be, refiners, or even just the big old fashioned oil companies like Chevron and Exxon. And by the way, since oil has gone from the mid 60s into the mid 80s, companies like Exxon Mobil have gone from the low 100s up to about $120 a share, just shy of $120 a share today. So we see that there's opportunity. Now, I might not want energy stocks. I might want socially responsible or uh, government, social, and uh, environmental stocks or funds, rather. But we still need to take a look at that because that tells us kind of what's going on. All right. In the tech space, we know that company Arm is going to go public tomorrow. And we're just getting out of earnings season. And for the most part, for tech stocks, it was pretty good. Also for consumer staples, the big box retailers like the Home Depots and the Lowe's and so forth, they did pretty well, despite the fact that the economy is slowing because the Fed has manufactured it, right? They've been raising interest rates. We might be at the tail end of that. So all of this comes into play as we come down the pyramid. Now, as we kind of approach the midpoint of the pyramid, all right, now we're starting to take a look specifically at opportunities. We might be looking at different sectors of the market. And for you beginners, a sector is just how the market is organized in terms of industry. So we've got tech, we've got financials, we've got energy, we've got transport, we have precious metals. Okay, So you could take a look at any sector that interests you at this part of the pyramid. Again, we're almost to the midsection of the pyramid. So as we break it down into sectors and we're narrowing our focus, this is where we begin to think about opportunity. What is going on in the marketplace that I could take advantage of based on what I'm familiar with as filtered again through common sense? All right, so let's start with tech. And the reason I say that, not just because of the ARM IPO, but also Adobe, a very big mature tech company. They've been around for 40 years, right? They're announcing their earnings this week as well. And as I record this, they're up about 10 bucks a share, okay? So they're trading in the mid 500s right now. What are analysts expecting from Adobe? What are investors expecting from Adobe? They, like many other tech companies, have gotten into the artificial intelligence space. So this might be something to look at for those of you who are interested in tech stocks, or in the very least, if you're a beginner and want to learn, take a look at Adobe's numbers this week so you can see how the stock behaves, whether it does well after they announce their numbers or they do poorly after they announce their numbers. And it's just to get an idea, again, kind of the ebb and flow of the marketplace. Haven't pulled the trigger yet, so there is nothing to lose by watching or setting up a watch list with a company like Adobe as well as Arm and maybe an ExxonMobil and a Chevron and so on and so forth. Again, whatever interests you. If you think the consumer is strong, for example, we're going into shopping season. I just went to Target the other day. They already got that Halloween stuff out. Well, what does that mean for Target when they announce their numbers for the third quarter? Are people going to be shopping going into the end of the year? So on and so forth. So that's kind of where we are on the pyramid. Now we're going to come down to about halfway to the pyramid. And now we're really going to start narrowing in on some investment opportunities, right? Here's where we make our watch list. And a watch list is basically 
some positions, whether they be stocks or bonds or mutual funds or exchange-traded funds, now we're starting to take a look and see where we want to place our dollars. And also, at this level, at about the halfway point, this is where we're going to dig a little deeper and we're going to want to take a look at maybe how well the sector is doing relative to other sectors in the marketplace. Or if you do have a few stocks picked out, how well are those stocks doing in their sector as compared to, let's say, the overall stock market? All right. And to do that, we need a great platform. So whether you're at Vanguard, Fidelity, Schwab, E-Trade, TD Ameritrade, TradeStation, whatever you're using, they're going to have wonderful tools to help you evaluate if these positions are right for you. And again, it's not just analyst recommendations. You can take the opportunity to look at the company's fundamentals or their earnings statement. Or as I like to look at, basically, earnings sometimes can be a little difficult because they're look, for those of you who are old enough to remember, it, it, they look like a little phone book, okay, especially for the larger companies. So I like to take a look at the income statement first. How much did the company bring in? How much did they spend to make or to provide the service they provide? And how much did they retain? What kind of dividend are they paying? And you can take a quick glance at an income statement and determine its fundamental worthiness, if you will, uh, against other companies, what analysts are recommending, and what possibly is right for you. So here again, at the midway point of that pyramid, we're starting to take a look at those specifics. And for those of you who are interested in stock investing as opposed to just funds, et cetera, this is also a point on our pyramid, if you will, where we take a look at technical analysis. And technical analysis, I'm sure you've all seen commercials or you have on your social media feeds, if you're an investor, you'll get these uh, commercials, if you will, or ads for technical investing and how you can make a million dollars overnight. Well, a lot of that's fantastic, great, whatever. We don't necessarily want to follow that, but I pointed out to say that there is room and a need to have an understanding of technical analysis. You're looking at charts whether it be a logarithmic scale or maybe candlesticks. And that's all I'm going to say on that one because I would like to go deeper into technical analysis on future podcasts as well as, of course, the videos as well. And for those of you who listen to the podcast only, when I do the technical analysis videos, please watch because I'll be pulling up charts, et cetera, and it's a little easier to explain if you can see it. All right, so we were at that midpoint of the pyramid. I got a little off track there. But we're at our midpoint, and now we're going to come down a little bit further. We're getting closer to the tippy-tip point of that pyramid, all right? So we've chosen a sector. Maybe we have a few stocks on our watch list. Maybe we have a few funds on our watch list. And as we narrow it down further, from here, we are going to watch specifically news on those positions. Well, how do you do that? Again, I'm going to circle back to your platform, okay? Most platforms, actually, I should just say all platforms today have a way for you to create the watch list, of course, but also alerts on the platform. Whether you want to look on your computer or you're using a mobile app, you can set it up to where your position will be highlighted based on information or news coming through that platform. So, for example, I use Seeking Alpha on my phone and I get alerts all day about the positions that I'm watching. 
And by the way, I am watching Adobe. I am watching Out for Arm. I do have Chevron, Exxon Mobil on my list currently, and I've been watching them for a while. So anytime some news hits, I get to watch and help, or it helps me rather to determine if those positions are something that I actually want to invest in. And in full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, I do own Adobe shares. So that's why I'm using it today, not just because the earnings report's coming out, it's because I'm very familiar with what's going on with Adobe. So with that being said, we are now a little bit closer to the tip of that pyramid and we're getting ready to pull that trigger. All right, so how do you know when it is the right time to get in especially especially after stocks have run so much this year using that adobe example again they're up 64 percent year to date all right the s p 500 is in double digit territory the triple q's or the nasdaq 100 these are indices in the stock market that comprise different sectors of the market they have all done quite well so the most common question I get for those learning about investing right now is, am I too late? Did I miss the boat? Well, you'll know if you've missed the boat as you've created a watch list and have been watching a while. All right, the stocks have gone up. We're going to take a look at the fundamentals. We're going to take a look at analysts' reports. All right, and remember, when we're looking at the fundamentals, the quickest way to do that is the income statement. All right. We're also going to take a look at charts. Now, even if you know nothing about it, most platforms, especially the more sophisticated ones like Schwab and TD Ameritrade and E-Trade, they have tutorials to help you with some of the basics of charting. So we'll put all of that analysis together and then decide if it's time to get in. Now, if you've missed some upside this year, that's okay because that does not mean the stock is going to come down you just might have missed some upside as it continues climbing higher, right? And so in previous podcasts and videos, I've discussed how to kind of pick your entry points. So I recommend circling back to those podcasts where I'm discussing fundamentals as well as technical analysis. I've got about 31 of them out there so far. So please excuse me if you have to kind of reach back, go to the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com and you will find them there and they will help you determine how to get in to a position. So now we are at the tip of that pyramid and we are ready to pull the trigger, all right? We're ready to invest. We're ready to buy some shares of something, okay? Now this is critical. Anybody can buy shares of anything in the stock market. That's the easy part, that's the easy part, okay? The difficulty comes in knowing how long to hold it or put it another way, knowing when to sell. So as we approach the tip of the pyramid, not only have we looked for opportunities to invest in, but along the way, or as we've gotten closer to that tip, we have to think or consider, when am I getting out? And we do that with sell targets, okay? So let's say I bought a stock at 10, and this year it's gone from $5 to $10 a share. I'm not quite sure of the upside, but I like the fundamentals. The charts are showing that it's fairly valued. We're good to go. Well, where do I get out? Well, maybe I pick, let's say, $13 a share, okay? To take the emotion out of ultimately selling the position, you use your platform and establish limit orders and stop loss orders, et cetera. And again, I'll refer back to previous podcasts on that. And again, I'm going to cover it in the next one as well to help you take the emotion out of selling 
and not just buying a position because there's no point in getting into something and you think you're doing great and all of a sudden it becomes a loss and now we've got some other considerations. We don't want that to happen. So we wanna take the emotion out of it, especially after you spent the time using your common sense to try to pick positions to help grow your resources, whether it be for retirement or for shorter term trades or other goals such as buying a car, or taking a vacation, whatever it is you're investing for, we don't want those gains to become losses. So the true discipline here at the tip of the pyramid, again, isn't just buying, it's knowing when to sell. And again, I'm gonna discuss that in future episodes and I'm gonna record another one here in another week or two. I put recording off for a while because the markets have been in a little bit of a malaise, haven't gone anywhere, but it looks like we are preparing for second half of the year activity. So it's time to get going once again, ladies and gentlemen. And thanks for listening. Again, this was a bottoms up approach. We take that pyramid, we turn it upside down, we use our common sense. What do we hear in the news? What do we see on the news? And then as we come down that pyramid, we narrow our focus to economic news. And from there, we come down a little bit more and we start finding opportunities, right? Stocks, bonds, exchange traded funds, mutual funds, whatever vehicle you are going to use to grow those resources. Now, for those of you who are fund investors, and very quickly, I just forgot to say this, for those of you who are fund investors, you can kind of stop halfway down the pyramid because now we're looking at, remember, sectors of the market. And since mutual funds and exchange traded funds are merely a basket of stocks or bonds or a combination of both, you don't really have to continue so much because you're not picking an individual stock. You might be buying a whole sector like technology, like energy, like financials or healthcare, whatever it may be, and you let the fund do the work for you. And by the way, this kind of investing, of course, takes less time than stock picking. But for those of you who want to continue further down the pyramid, you will be spending more time, all right, which is good because I think even fund investors need to learn about the fundamentals and a little bit of technical analysis, how to understand the different sectors, how you compare one sector to the other, so on and so forth. So even if you're a fund investor only, please continue down the pyramid, if you will, as an academic exercise to further your understanding of the marketplace. It'll make you a better investor long-term. Once again, guys, thank you very much. My name is Elliot Cox. Please go back and listen to some of our older podcasts on these subjects like fundamental analysis, technical analysis, and again, on the website, touchstonefinancialeducation.com. Shout out to everybody who's stuck with me here for the last year and a half as I produce these things, as well as to my clients for the consults and my students with the classes that are upcoming. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day.